Just four different people that you know been going through. And when you point to them, just tell them these words. Walk like a winner. Walk like a winner. Walk like a winner. You should have told them that. Walk like a winner. Walk like a winner. Walk like a winner. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Walk the like a winner. The text in Deuteronomy, the first sentence in the Hebrew, because I know this is a good teaching church, means these are the words. When the Hebrew Old Testament was translated into Greek, they had to think of a new name for this book. And so when they came up with the name, it was Deutero, D-E-U-T-E-R-O, which is the word for nomos, and the word Deutero, uh, which is the word for second, I'm sorry, and the word nomos, which means the second law. Because the Ten Commandments, as we know, appeared in the book, in this book, as well as the book of Exodus. The law comes twice in the book of Exodus 20 and Deuteronomy, the fifth chapter. That's what gave us the book of Deuteronomy. There aren't just 10 laws. We know the 10 commandments, but there, if you're writing, there are 613 laws that Moses gave to his people. They are repeated in the book of Exodus and the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy does something more than give us a simple copy of the law. It gives us, if you're writing, a restatement of the law for a new generation. Hear that now. A restatement of the law for a new generation. In other words, in one year, there is a restatement. There is a shifting for a new generation. You no longer just have the church that we see in front of us. Many of you in pastor, you have developed and built a cyber church, a virtual church. People who you may never see, but people who are tithing and people who are submitted to your vision, submitted to your leadership, who may be in other countries. There is a consistent restatement. Please write this down. The day, most dangerous place in your life is to be a has-been in the things of God. In other words, if you're a has-been, then you're in a place called stuck. And if you are stuck, God will be moving on when your mind is still somewhere else. Mm. And so the way God moved in 2020, he's moving differently in 2021. Are you with me? The book of Deuteronomy, for those of you writing, is comprised of five discourses. Number one, the exclusive loyalty to God. Number two, life in the land of Israel. Number three, centralized worship. Number four, the wisdom of God. And then number five, Judaism. The 28th chapter of Deuteronomy shows us how God can bless us as well as how God can curse us. In Deuteronomy 28, he brings us to the 17 blessings. I want you to write it down. 17 blessings from verses 1 to verse 13. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 1, he promises us fame. In Deuteronomy 28 and 3, he promises us success. In Deuteronomy 28 and 4, he promises us healthy and successful children. Let me say that again. Healthy and successful children. Mm -hmm. In Deuteronomy 28 4, he also promises us an abundance of food. Deuteronomy 28 5, he, he promises us material goods. It's all right to have a little. It's all right to have Gucci. It's all right. I'm going to bless you with material things. In Deuteronomy 28.6, he promises us that we'll travel extensively. Yes. 
Ain't nobody talking back. Deuteronomy 28.7, he promises you victory over your enemies. You ain't yes. got to chase nobody. You ain't got to fight nobody. Just let folk keep talking. You're going to yep. get the last say-so over that supervisor, over that director, over y'all not with me here. People that are in your family with your last name that can't stand you. You ain't got to chase a rumor. God said, I'm going to give you victory over your enemies. 28 and 80 promises us an abundance of wealth. You ain't got to chase money. It's about to chase you. Deuteronomy 28 and 8, I promise you blessing for your country. That word country really is the word ethnos. In the Greek where we get the word ethnic, which means the other people. So the people who have been looked down upon. The people who've been dogged out. Hello, y'all ain't talking back Amen. to me. Amen. You walking around with Black Lives Matter t-shirts. You ain't got to walk around with a Black Lives Matter t-shirt in a minute because you're about to become more relevant than you ever thought. And the reason why people fight you the way they fight you and they can't stand you because they understand if you ever become who you're supposed to be, you will supersede all of the nonsense. There comes a certain period in your life, and it don't matter whether you live in South Carolina, whether you live in Mississippi, whether you live in Alabama, there's a certain aura that comes upon you. And when you know who you are in God, people can roll their eyes, they can cuss, they can give you the middle finger, they can spit in your direction. But when you know who you are in God, there is something about that confidence. Y'all ain't talking I better behave myself here today. Uh, he promises you in Deuteronomy 28 and 9 that there'll be holy gatherings. He promises you in Deuteronomy 28 and 10 the respect that you deserve. He promises you in Deuteronomy 28 and 10 that you will know the law. In Deuteronomy 28 and 12, he promises you a place in heaven. My Lord. In Deuteronomy 28 and 12, he also promises you eternal life. In Deuteronomy 28 and 13, he says, you will live and not borrow. And then he puts an addendum, a period at the end of the sentence and says, you will be a boss and not an employee. Y'all ain't talking back to me here. But I want to concentrate on three words in this text. And I got about 12 more minutes to my little Sunday school message. He promised you, number one, write this down, open heavens. And when, it, oh, my pastor's been preaching this message, talking about bounce back. Yeah. Open heavens literally introduces you to the word increase, the word shift, the word bounce back. Y'all not hearing me. When, when, when heavens are open, it literally can move you. The trajectory of your life will shift from section A to the place called unlimited. Open heavens gives you access to things that people may be more educated than you, but because you got favor on you, because the heavens are open, you have access to some things that they don't have access to. The second thing he promises you is a storehouse. And that word storehouse is a, is a Hebrew word, osar, T-S-A-W-R, which means a depository, a store, a laid up treasury. In other words, monies have been laid up. And the reason why money's are laid up is because you can't handle it right now. So God literally has to keep adding interest to what he wants to do for you till you get in position. Y'all ain't talking back to me. The text, in this text, it speaks with two things. Write this down. Promise and process. Let me say that again. This text speaks with promise and process. And then the third thing it tells us about rain. The rain is the focus of this promise. Because without rain, nothing can survive. Yeah. Huh? Write this down. I want you to write this down, kingdom.
abundance of rain. Oh, y'all, y'all still didn't get that. I, if you came with a family and with a husband and a wife and y'all sitting next to each other, just touch them on the shoulder and tell them, get ready for something. It's coming. It's coming. Get ready. Get ready for something right now. You know the abundance is coming right now because they have more jobs than people. They've got over 8 million job vacancies right now. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. And those of you mothers and those of you fathers that have children and you're getting ready to start getting that check, don't take that check and mm -hmm. spend it on foolishness. Come on. And Come on. don't go stand up in line in Charlotte and go to the Gucci store, the Louis Vuitton store. That money is for your child. Thank you. Your child to put it in Thank a you. Camp or a mathematics camp. Take them to go get the braces they need. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. Invest in a tutor that can come by the house and two of them in a ring. Y'all can talk about it. Come on. Hearing me. There's an abundance that's coming. We got to stop thinking poverty mindset. Amen. Some some folks will get three thousand dollars and start getting these checks and start buying more hair, more weed. You don't need no more hair. You need to go natural for this season. You ain't talking back to me. Hello, you need to clean your nails up. Sometimes you need to start cutting back on some stuff, learning how to do some things yourself. Oh no, come on, come on, that's good. You're planting some rain. I feel like I'm in a bad Woo! The people's economy will change. In the 
In the book of Deuteronomy, he is a prophet like Moses. In the book of Joshua, he is the captain of our salvation. Preach up! In the book of Judges, he is the judge of Judges. In the book of Ruth, he is my kinsman uh, redeemer. In the book of 1st and 2nd Samuel, he is the prophet of the law. In the book of 1st and 2nd Kings, he is the reigning king. In the book of 1st and 2nd Chronicle, he is the glorious temple. In the book of Ezra, he is the faithful scribe. In the book of Nehemiah, he is the rebuilder of the, the wall. Sometimes they hate myself. In the book of Esther, he is Mordecai. In the book of Job, he is the day spring from Omah. In the book of Psalms, the Lord who is our shepherd. In the book of Psalms, he is, uh, y'all can talk back to me here. In the book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, he's the wisdom of God. In the book of Song of Solomon, he is the lover and the husband. In the book of Isaiah, he is the suffering servant. In the book of Jeremiah and Lamentations, he is the weeping prophet. In the book of Ezekiel, he is the son of man. In the book of Daniel, he's the son of man coming in the clouds. In the book of Hosea, he is the bridegroom. In the book of Joel, he is the baptizer with the Holy Spirit. In the book of Amos, he is the burden bearer. In the book of Obadiah, he is the mighty Savior. In the book of Jonah, he is the forgiving God. In the book of Micah, he's the messenger with the beautiful feet. In the book of Nahum, he's the anchor of God's event. In the book of Habakkuk, he is the great evangelist. In the book of Zephaniah, he is the restorer of the river. In the book of Haggai, he is the cleansing fountain. Y'all are talking. In the book of Zephaniah, he is the pierced son. In the book of Malachi, he's the son of righteousness. In the book of Matthew, he is my Messiah. In the book of Luke, he is the son of man. In the book of Mark, he is the miracle worker. In the book of John, he is the son of God. In the book of Acts, he's the ascended Lord. In the book of Romans, he is the justified. In 1st and 2nd Corinthians, he is the last Adam. In the book of Galatians, he's the one that's going to set you free. Lay hands on yourself and say, I'm coming out of this. In Ephesians, he's the Christ of the riches. In Philippians, he's the God who meets all your needs according to his riches and glory. In the book of Philippians, he's the God who meets all your needs. In the book of Colossians, he's the fullness of the Godhead. In the book of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, he's the soon coming king. In the book of 1st and 2nd Timothy, he's the mediator between God and man. In the book of Titus, he is my blessed hope. In the book of Philemon, he's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. In Hebrews, he's the blood that washes away my sins. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. James, he is the great physician. Chief shepherd. Y'all didn't talk back to me here. John 1, 2, and 3, he's the God that is our Savior. In Revelation, he's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Grab hold of yourself and say, I gotta walk like a way. Come on, you talking back to me here. Look at yourself and say, I gotta walk like a widow. I gotta start talking like a widow. I gotta start living like a widow. There has never been a season in our lives. That we're getting ready to see the blessings like we've never seen them before. 
I don't overlook people. You know, they get you something. And sometimes the service, even now in restaurant service, it just got hard. Don't overlook people because you don't know who they are. The person with money, the person that got all of the, the all these necklaces and all the personal money is is a person sitting over there with new balance shoes on, shorts on, car teacher. The one that just comes and sits down with a book and reads. They sit down and read, book and order, or order some dessert and coffee. And when they leave, give you a hundred and fifty dollar tip. Y'all are hearing me. We always size and folk up for what we see. Everybody not in the club. Everybody not in the cars. Some folk are super wealthy. I mean, you might be sitting next to somebody right now that can write a check and pay the change of the course of your life. Look at somebody next to you and tell them, stop looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm rich. I'm rich. You sit next to a woman. You're going to be broke. Whoever they were, mm -hmm. they attracted those people. Uh -huh. 
What do people gonna say about you? Put your hands on, on your spouse's shoulder or your own shoulder if you're by yourself and say, I gotta walk like a winner. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Don't don't do that. Say it like you really mean. Tell them, I gotta walk like a winner. I want to ask you to do something today. And I, I, I am uh, normal, of course, this will be a prophetic service. Does that come from that part in the church with the brown, the man with the brown and the yellow tie and the woman that they part? And that was in the church. And then it was in the church. How long have you all been married? Did you say 17 years? It would be hard to get folk with the mask on, though. 17 years. The Lord said, I'm moving y'all out of comfortable place. Comfortable has been your middle name. You're moving into the season where God is about to challenge you to do some unbelievable things. One thing, I, it's almost like I see, I see both of you elevating, but I see a cloud below your feet. And in the cloud, I see naysayers and gainsayers. And the ones that said it would be impossible, possibility is about to kiss you upon your lips. Get ready to expand the horizons and get out of the comfortable places because God is getting ready to cause you to launch and do different things. There's a different aroma that you need to begin to smell, a different scent. Things are going to happen. Some things to do with traveling, some things to do with being exposed to a different environment. It made to smell different, to walk different, to talk different. You're one of the people that literally the Lord had me change this message for because the Lord said, this season, you must walk like total winners. And those who thought they would have authority and power over your destiny that was connected to your vocation, God said, you're getting ready to move to the place of superseding. What does that mean? You're getting ready to supersede beyond expectations. There it is. Somebody said, I've got a feeling. I'm about to be rich. Hear what I'm telling you, and this is prophetically based on politically. Doesn't matter which, whether you're Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. Sometimes we have to know what an imposter is before we experience the real thing. Y'all miss that? You miss that? When God is getting ready to bless you, there is always opposition. When God is trying to do something, the world oftentimes opposes it. Look at who's getting ready blessed from January to now. The downtrodden. The pushed aside. The people that folks have looked over. Have stepped. Y'all not hearing me. But the powers that be that want that. Because you have to understand what wealthy people want to keep the club exclusive. Wealthy people don't want a lot of other people to get it. And see, there are some people now, and everybody in the hustling. Some folks have taken PPP loans and started businesses. Some people have started businesses that's changing the course of your life. Stop, and it's called delayed gratification. 
Delayed, you ain't got to have it now. You can have it later. But right now, start building. Most men don't really acquire that. We got a young generation, YouTube and all this stuff. They're becoming millionaires and they're running through that money. That don't make sense to me. I can't understand in my mind how you can go buy a $300,000 gold chain. That you bring back to the man two years later, he may give you seventy-five thousand for bad investment. Most men acquire their wealth in their fifties and sixties. That's what men become millionaires and billionaires. Are you hearing what I'm saying? In other words, God is getting ready to cause those of you who have struggled. And when I say men, I'm not just speaking about men and women as well, because I speak collectively, men and women. Some of you, you're getting ready to get another chance. You're getting ready to get another chance. A grant. There were two ladies, two ladies in their sixties that came up with some idea. They had them on Shark Tank. Those ladies were barely making it. They were living off of their social security, living off a pension. That idea on Shark Tank changed their lives. Those women became millionaires overnight. This is the kind of stuff that's going to happen. God's not giving it to you so you can show off. He's giving it to you so you can get all the stuff out of the way and you can focus on him. What would happen today? Listen to me. What would happen today if everyone in this building woke up and you were debt free? Listen, all you had to do was come to church. All you had to do was worship God. I guarantee you that, watch this, most of us would not even be able to Keep the tears from coming from my eyes. I guarantee you, Pastor, couldn't even get a message in because the glory of the Lord would fall on you. If tomorrow morning you woke up and every debt you owe was paid off, student loan houses, that you, you're able now to walk I used to, I used to preach to live, and now I live to preach. I said, I said I was not going back to a pulpit ever because I needed something. I'm going because I want to give God's people the word be able to be a blessing to the people. Not because I need something. Are you hearing me? But we all need something. Yesterday, we pulled up to the hotel. Pastor and I was just talking. A guy pulls up in a Porsche Panamera. Beautiful Porsche Panamera. looked like a brand new car. He looked and pointed and said, man, I know you. He looked and said, man, I know you from somewhere. He started coming to these names. Then he called the name of the church, the street. Then he found out who it was. The man said to me, he said, he said, yeah, he's preaching at my church tomorrow. The man reached in his pocket and said, well, let me put a seed in your hand. Listen, listen to me. Put a hundred dollar bill in my hand. And I prayed for him and his, I don't know if that was his wife, his girlfriend, but it ain't nobody's business. All I know is he sold the seed. I prayed for both of them. And I took the very same seed that he put in my hand and put it to him. For some reason, I your heads and eyes are closed. Two things changed. Two things have changed my life, Pastor. The first time I saw $100, man, my hands were sweat. thought I was going to pass out. And the first time I sold a thousand dollars, I thought somebody was going to have to get behind me. <laughs> but I know those two numbers do something to change it. One hundred dollars changes something. A thousand dollars changes something. 
my businesses, even thousands of dollars, just saw it simultaneously because I wanted God to do something for the business. Today I want I want to challenge when your heads about to last close. I want to challenge every person that can sow a one hundred dollar seed today. That's nothing. As quickly as you get it in your hand, and I want you to look at that seed, whether it be check, whether it be uh, electronically, however you want to get it, look at it and say, Lord, this is my winner's seed. This is my winner's seed. If you're giving it by phone, however you're giving it, run to the front. Even if you're giving it electronically, cash, check, whatever, run to the front. It's at least 30 of y'all that need to just run quickly. Come on, run up quickly. This is, this is not a scheduled meeting. And because it's not scheduled, God's going to do impromptu lessons. He comes from the I'm realizing sometimes you can't schedule the prophet. You just have to flow. Out of this church many years ago, I spoke and said, Lord, let there be an abundance upon these children. Any of you that have children that are on their way to college, you should have already been standing up. Because right now, some of y'all are trying to figure out about book money and other things. You need to run to the front. Don't even take a long time doing it. Run to the front. Some of you are, uh, don't, don't think too long. Some of you, some of you have a child, child. Some of you have children that you want God to bless with. I, I don't know what it is, Pastor. I'm just coming to agreement. I'm coming to agreement for some of your children that scholarships are going to come. Not, not just before they get to college. Some of these children, it's not that they can't do work. Matter of fact, they far superseding where they are. They need a challenge. And they need to be in another school system. I'm just going to call it. Some of you right now have some, and I don't care if it be athletically, be it academically, but some of you, your children need to be, you want your children to have that. He said, Dad, I want to go to an MBA program. I want to get into a master's business program. And he said, I'll go, but I don't, he said, I, I don't want to have to pay a loan. Now they start talking like that. If they want to go back to school, then I don't mind helping for going to school. Son, daughter, and so I said to myself, I'm going to make sure he's in an MBA program. Got to get him in a program next year. Get him in as soon as possible. Come on, everybody. If your family members are next to you, you need to put your hands on their shoulder. Some of you said, I don't have $100. That's okay. Get, get, get $50 or get $25 and connect with somebody. Come on. Let's do this. This is a winner's seed. Come on. Come on. This is a winner's seed. This is a winner's seed. This is a winner's seed. Who's the lady right there? You just touched sushi. Who's that? Who's that? Who, who's the sushi? Yeah, who's she? Mm -hmm. She's your daughter. What grade is she? She's about to be a sophomore. Where are you in school now? Sophomore, I said, what are you making? Mm -hmm. Family and consumer sciences, which leads to early childhood intervention. And what's your first name? Taylor. You know Taylor? I don't even know Taylor. Seven years, that's your God And she's from South Carolina. Mm, thank you, Father. I didn't want to prophesy, but thank you. 
write this down. Who got these papers? Somebody write this down. Oh, put it on your phone. Put it on your phone. Tell me. Right. I want you to put it now. Have you ever been to Baltimore before? You've been to Baltimore before? Never been to Baltimore. Have you ever been to Maryland? Never been to Maryland. You've been to Maryland.
I said, please don't go, please don't go. He said, I got to get out of here. But listen, he got to go back to Atlanta, Georgia. But on Wednesday night, we coming back for a prophetic flow. We haven't even had church here on Wednesday nights in a year, right? We have one service. Do we have a Wednesday night service? Huh? We had one Wednesday night. Well, thank God for one Wednesday night. But two put it in agreement. Amen. Now, I don't know if y'all remember. Last year, right at, right at COVID, Prophet Kerman was here. The following week, Bishop Hyman was here. Y'all remember? The following week, we had to shut down church. Y'all remember? The next week, we was in the parking lot, which was Palm Sunday. Right? Amen. And so, uh, here we go. Uh, we went a whole year, and Prophet is back here. And this is only his second service he preached. And he said he might preach one more, and that's in Florida somewhere. Amen. But I had Prophet, if he would do a prophetic service for us. Amen. And he came today, and how many of y'all already seen? I'm looking for the winner's circle. The winner's roll. Amen. Listen, I want you to stand to your feet and go. The Lord said something to me last Sunday. And it blew me away. And it was almost scary. The Lord told me, he said, son, I don't want you to look at a million dollars like that's something big. He said, a million dollars is just another level of living. He said, don't make it huge. Don't make it all that. Because if you make it big, it looks like it's, you can't reach it. He said, it ain't nothing but another level of living. I wonder who God trying to set up. I said, I wonder who God is trying to set up. When, you know, when God speaks, he's up to something. God told me not to look at a million dollars like it's all that. Some of y'all can't even swallow that pill. That's too big for you to look. Some of y'all about to choke. A million dollars is not all that to God. It's not even a drop in the bucket. Amen. God's about to hook somebody up at a million dollar flow. And, and a million dollars is just going to be the first, it's going to be the first level. But there are many of you, you won't, you won't walk in multi-million dollar status. But God got to change how you think right now. Somebody say, walk like a winner. Amen. Me and, me and Prophet saw my brother on the other day. Amen. And I said, what church you pastor? He said, oh, no, no, no. I said, I'm sorry. Sometimes I can see without my glasses. God ain't going to help me. Amen. Amen. And so I thank God that he came and uh, fellowship with us on the day. And we know that God got greater things for him. We know it. Amen. How many of y'all people called you stuff and, uh, and you was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. That ain't me. And it ended up being you and some more. Sometimes people see stuff on you. Come on, look at somebody and say, I see the blessings of the Lord on you. I, come on, come on, tell somebody. Y'all scared to prophesy. Tell somebody, I see you riding at another level. I see you living at another level. Come on. I see money is no problem. I wish I had some prophesying. I see money is no problem to you. I see your struggle that your struggling days are over. And I see days of increase. There, there are, there's four people in here right now. 
if, if, if $35,000 got in your hand right now, you wouldn't even know what to do with it. If $35,000 ain't no lot of money. Because you haven't, you haven't thought specifically what you would do at the next level. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. So come on, y'all stand to your feet. Amen. Wednesday, we're going to do it at 7 o'clock. Wednesday at 7 o'clock, I want you to be here. Those of you that's on Facebook, Wednesday at 7 o'clock, we're going to be here. We're going to give God some glory in the house. I almost wanted to say dress now. But you can dress up. Dress like you want to dress. No, don't dress like you want to dress. We want you to be churchy. Sometimes when it gets hot, folks just take everything off. We don't want you to come in no bikini. Amen. We're trying to stand the spirit. Somebody see. Everybody good? Come on, let's look toward home. Come on. Woo! Come on, just bless somebody, please. Just, just bless them. Just bless them. Saints. Saints, on, on a couple of Sundays ago, I preached bounce back. I preached from, uh, but if y'all remember, I said, Peter blessed the Lord. And then the Lord blessed Peter. And then God made Peter a blessing. Yeah. Amen. The Lord reminded me. He said, son, he said, do you know that uh, the Jews are one of the blessings that Moses spoke? He, he spoke a benediction, a blessing over the people. The Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you and give you his peace. Can we just go ahead and lift your hands? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord calls his face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you. And the Lord give you his peace. In Jesus' name. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God bless you. We'll see you on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Tell everybody that you know Wednesday night is going to be that prophetic flow with Prophet Kerbin Smith.
got stuff on the hot tub. Feeling the day. Feeling okay? So when it comes down to the bed and breakfast, I was really hoping that we could get one. Right. 
with the amount of rooms that I'm trying to get a hold to, uh-huh. it's always one person. I could get three rooms, but then there's one that somebody got booked for that Saturday. Oh, wow. So it won't give us consecutive days for that time frame. So it's throwing off the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But we want to go ahead and get to the point where we pray that we can find. Even if we have to go to a regular hotel, we still can work without this. That's the future. One in, in the corner. Yeah, pull it from the corner. I got you. Yep. Oh, you gonna be the you one that's gonna be guiding nice them. Right here. Yeah. Yeah.